stretch forth that hand. That was a that was a tremendous thing when you read about it. And I find this in the Gospel of Mark, chapter three, verse number five. Red letters in my Bible. That means that these are the words of Jesus. And he was saying it to a man with a withered, with a withered hand that had just come into the synagogue. And there, there was so much uh, drama. I mean, it was. There was just drama in that room because you had these scribes and Pharisees and they were just standing there just waiting, watching to see what Jesus was going to do so they could accuse him of healing a man on the Sabbath day. And uh, so when Jesus did it, they knew he was going to do it. Oh, my goodness. They had so much to say about it. And uh, they, they just began to make accusation toward him. And uh, their whole purpose was to disrupt, discredit, and to get rid of him. That's what they wanted to do. Because not far after that, and when you read on down to chapter number five, verse, or chapter three, verse six, and the Pharisees went forth and straightway took counsel with the Herodians against him how they might destroy him. In other words, now they're teaming up. People who really most of the time wouldn't even give them the time of day to somebody of another group. But here, the mission was intense because all the forces of hell were in opposition to Jesus of Nazareth because Jesus of Nazareth cared about the people and he cared about their eternal life. He cared about, as he lived here on this earth, he, he healed their bodies, he ministered to them, he cast out the devils. But you remember, Jesus Christ came to this world to become flesh and dwell among us that we might have life eternal. And that is the mission. And this is what Jesus commanded his church as he was departing this earth. He said, go you therefore into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news. You see, I think about the uh, situation that we find ourselves these days as part of the Christian faith. And uh, in many ways, it's not a pretty picture. Uh, thankfully, we have some very large churches that are doing some wonderful things. But the truth of the matter is that all across the landscape, there are small churches that are struggling. They won't be there in a few years unless something drastically changes. And one of the things that I have known, and I've known this because I've been involved in small churches all my life, is that we become very much inward focused. And it's about our little group and what we do and things that we might hold to as being truths and so caught up in that that we forget what we're here to do. And that is to win souls to Jesus Christ, win souls to the gospel, win souls to the church, send people to heaven. But most churches, you ask them, when was the last time somebody got saved in this church? They'd have to be doing some thinking, thinking back. Church, that's just not healthy. This is Pastor Jack King with the gospel on the radio broadcast.